0: SAFM, leading the conversation.
1: And in studio, I'm joined by business coach and performance management consultant, Deshaun Deshaun Dazel, and I'm also joined by businesswoman and dealer principal, Alda Wardle. And as well as uh, another businesswoman and executive coach, Lisa Gearing, and entrepreneur uh, Dumin Patlele. ladies, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Nice to be here. So you are you. Got, before we talk about uh, you know um, the expedition that you'll be embarking on, tell us a bit about the
2: campaign that you're aiming to raise money for. So, um, we are all, as you've just introduced us, Mm -hmm. women in business, Mm -hmm. and uh, we've all had such incredible journeys as business owners and uh, people in the entrepreneurship space. And, of course, we know a lot of women that are in this this space as well. So, um, knowing and understanding the pressure, the triumphs, the failures, the roadblocks that uh, exist for women in business, we thought, you know, why not climb Everest to bring uh, a highlight, the cause of uh, the journey that female entrepreneurs go through? through uh, on a daily basis in South Africa.
1: And what do they go through? What are some of the challenges that they... um you know, that they they really experience.
2: Yeah, I think there's always a perception uh, in the marketplace that um, men can do it better, and I Mm -hmm. think it's the same for mountains. I think one of the big other things that uh, female entrepreneurs often struggle with is to find access to funding Mm -hmm. Um, uh, because, you know, I think traditionally women don't have the collateral that you would have uh, to uh, balance out the the funding that you require. Mm -hmm. So funding's a big issue, and I mean, we can speak to that now, trying to raise funds for the ever expedition you know it's not an easy thing to get to Mm. but I think it is a bit harder for women because um, there's just the perception that you know maybe you can't make it or uh, we don't want to put our money into something that will probably not work or Mm. whatever the perceptions are out there women in my opinion anyway I think women have it a little bit tougher than the guy. so we our our journey up Everest is going to show you exactly what that looks like but (laughs) in a physical sense
1: (laughs) so um you could have opted to do a high tea. You could have opted to raise <laughs> funds online. But you, 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 you are doing this. You are climbing the highest mountain in the world. And how will that work? How will you go about raising those funds? It's fifteen million, if I'm not mistaken. Five, five million. Five million. How how will that work?
2: I just want to qualify that by saying we are gonna have tea on Everest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There'll be, be a high, high tea. tea. There'll you be know, a high sense.
2: tea. <laughs> Um, so the the fundraising is an important one because we obviously require funds to do the actual climb, but mm-hmm. we also want to raise funds in order to assist other female entrepreneurs. And so we're engaging on ver- various entrepreneurial platforms to see what the what that is going to look like. And perhaps Lisa could speak to that a little bit more. We've re- we've opened a uh, um, GoFundMe. a GoFundMe platform mm-hmm. so that people can you know get involved in how to raise the funds. And mm-hmm. I I know this for sure. There are lots of really credible, really professional businesses out there run by females, but mm. funding is the big issue.
1: Sure. Okay. So um, you were talking about the world of entrepreneurship. Um, you know, for to me, you're an entrepreneur as well. And there are a lot of fears, more especially when one starts a business, when you are already in the business and things are not working out. Uh, but there's also the fear of climbing a mountain as well. Um, there are a lot of challenges that you you embark along the way. What fears, ladies, do you have about um, this mountain challenge or this expedition, if I can put it that way?
3: Um, for me, it's fear that uh, things can can change in in, not, in, in no time. Um, mm. I I fear dramatic changes in in weather, mm. you know. And I know o- almost as an entrepreneur, as a as a mountain uh, climber as well, there is a lot that goes into the preparation. But there's always that aspect mm. that says no matter how much you have prepared, there's always something that can just de- derail. For me, on 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 the mountains is 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 the weather. Mm. On the, on, the sh- uh, on the entrepreneurship sa- side is um, what if the market changes dramatically? Mm. I have been working on this for this long and, and, and I'm now in it and what if everything changes? What if there's, there's a regulation that comes mm. and it, it actually changes everything? Yeah. So those, those are the kind of fears that, that you have to manage, that you actually have to live with. So you have to constantly look out, con- con- constantly make sure that you're, you're, you're on the beat of things. See what is going on. Even on the mountain, mm. we we have uh, uh, ways to 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 make sure that we we are able to identify the best of the weather mm. for us to, to actually uh, attempt summit. So even the the risks are there, but there is a way to actually mitigate them.
4: And also for you, so I'm the only one that's in corporate and not doing my not doing an entrepreneurial thing. Mm. But uh, you know, we need balance sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, for me, it's the metaphor of climbing the mountain. Mm. It is, there's some things that's in your control and other things that are not. So it's the the challenge of just keep on going, you know, don't give up. So our slogan is courage to start and and strength to endure. And I think that goes not just climbing for the mountain, but starting your own business. Mm. Because, you know, it's that first step that you need to take, um, the decision to start your own business, the decision to climb the mountain and then to follow through that strength to keep on going. That is very, very important. OK. All
1: right, ladies, we will continue with this conversation with these amazing four women that have joined me in studio and they will be on trying to summit Mount Everest next year for a very good cause. So we'll continue that conversation after the break.
3: SAFM.
1: Yes. So we are, um, you are on Life Happens and we are joined in studio by Everest 2020 team, a group of ladies that are embarking on a very brave expedition to summit Mount Everest. And uh, just during the break, you guys told me that you are the most experienced all female team to summit.
2: Well, I would say at this point in time, Mm -hmm. the the amount of climbing and high altitude experience with this team is probably as best as you can get it for a group of women Mm -hmm. from South Africa right now, because if you add up all of our expeditions together we're sitting somewhere at about 25 expeditions maybe even yeah we haven't really done a proper count but I would say we're at about 25 expeditions amongst the four of us Mm
1: -hmm. now before we talk about how you prepare yourself physically I'd like to talk about how you prepare yourself mentally because that matters too right Elder seems to be pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the one yeah. with the best mental strength? The I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. no. She's
0: She's mentalist. <laughs> she
1: is so focused. She's wow. so
4: focused.
0: Um, yeah, for me, I mean, so many metaphors in terms of what we're doing, but the metaphor again and the, the thread of, you know, life is a mental game. So, this shouldn't be and isn't any different. So, mm-hmm. in terms of my personal journey with the preparation from a mental perspective, um, you yeah, are doing lots of meditation. Um, meditation and breath work for me keeps me grounded mm-hmm. because, obviously, with the media and the hype of what's going on, um, I don't want to get lost in that because this is a very big goal with lots mm-hmm. at stake. Um, so, I want to try to stay grounded in it all. You're doing lots of meditation, lots of breath work, and a lot of visualization and affirmations. So
1: it's, so it's work that you do daily. And then high up on the mountain, what are some of the mental um, limitations or mental challenges that you experience? And, and how do you overcome them? So I'll have to let you know when I get back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, Well, obviously, uh, for anyone
1: who's done this, I mean, tell
2: tell me. So so I've had the privilege of getting to 8,300 meters on Mount Everest previously. And the one thing I I remember very specifically is that you just, after about six, seven hours of lugging a heavy pack and just, you know, striving to get to camp, uh, there's often just that moment where you feel like oh my gosh I can't go any further mm-hmm. You know, I can't put one more foot but you're at least another hour or two outside of camp to be safe and it's it's those kind of things where you're literally it, it's not what your body is capable of anymore in that moment it's how much you can really get mm-hmm. into your deepest recesses emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally to help you take that next step forward um, and so the, those moments happen fairly frequently on a high altitude expedition mm-hmm. and the higher up you get the less oxygen there is, the more your brain is just lazy to do certain things. Or just Uh, telling you're going to (laughs) die. Well, I mean, it doesn't really mm. do that, but mm. what, what uh, for me has been quite uh, interesting is that, you know, the brain needs oxygen to survive as yes. do all your vital organs. So when your brain starts to starve of oxygen, mm. it starts to convince you of certain things that are not logical. So under those circumstances to try and push through when your body is just going, I cannot go a step further. Mm. That's really where you need to go really, really deep and find the resources to, to make
3: you move forward and make you move further upwards. Um, but the, the other thing is um the expedition is, is fairly long mm. but there's not a hell of a lot that, that that you can do it's not like you can say look let me let me go watch a movie so there, <laughs> there isn't a lot that you can actually do so mental preparation means going for long periods and understanding that you will you will go for long for long periods mm. where you you lit you literally are on your own or are with the same people for for many many weeks so mm. so it's, it's it's about that as well so yes the strength yes the me- the mental preparedness to 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 actually climb mm. but also the ment the mental preparedness
0: to be just in that space sure yeah so ayanda for me in my experience um Nomsa. Nomsa. not to worry <laughs> i'm so sorry not to worry um yeah for me it's also about staying in the now uh, yes. A lot of guys disappear into the future or the past mm. in terms of where they're at, and the most powerful space you have is right here and That's now. That actually
1: fits into my quote for the day and the song that we we opened the show with. So it's quite uh, yeah, it's it's quite important I must say to to remain in the now. Yeah. Um. So we've talked talked about preparing yourself mentally. Now the physical part. Um. What does that entail? I mean. I think preparation has started now, right? Yes. What does that entail on a daily basis? Diet, physical training. <laughs>
2: Tell me <laughs> about it. So we all are very different in our in you know what we consider is good prep, but the mm-hmm. important thing about the prep is that you must Aim for optimum uh, cardiovascular fitness. You must aim for optimum strength, fitness, your core strength, your lower body, and upper body strength. Mm. Um, And we all do that kind of prep differently. So it's not what you do, it's that you actually get to that end result. Mm. Uh, So our esteemed colleague over here is crazy enough to go run the comrades this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) She's an 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 incredible. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Tumi can tell you a bit more about that. But she, I mean, I struggle to get a five k, uh, five kilometer done, you know. To, but I mean, she's that person, you know. She's got high levels of endurance through the sport. Mm-hmm. But maybe Tumi can tell you some of the other stuff that she does mm-hmm. as yeah. well.
3: Yeah, I'm also a, a mountain biker, so I, I tend to enjoy the mountain biking more. But oh. I've I found that it's, it's very difficult to actually balance the two. So, so I I go to to bouts like for example, the the last three or four months, I've I've been preparing for for comrades exclusively. I've been running, mm-hmm. so I'm lo- I'm looking forward to another three or four months where I'll be mostly doing mountain biking, but I'm I'm lucky enough. I think I have two big events that are also coming. I have I have two multi-stage trail trail events that I'm gonna do uh, over the next three months so I'll keep some of the running in even after comrades but they yeah, if you are an, an endurance athlete you're mm-hmm. almost always preparing for some other events so that actually keeps you fit because yeah. no nobody has to come and say look uh, mm-hmm. when when can you climb you you can climb almost at, at any time because mm-hmm. you actually get ready you are in the process of getting ready all the time
1: mm-hmm. we are in conversation with the Everest 2020 team and they're joining us here in studio and we'll be talking about uh, more about preparing yourself physically, and uh, Lisa. And I want to hear from you as well, hey, on how you you prepare yourself physically as well. So we'll we'll do that after the break. SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. And it's Do Good Donor dach, and we are in studio with our Do Gooders. We've got Teshan Dasel. Alda Wardle, Lisa Gearing, not Gehring, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Patele, and uh, they are the Everest 2020 team. So we're talking about mental, physical uh, preparation because mm-hmm. they will be um, attempting to summit Mount Everest for a good cause. So we were talking about physical uh, preparation during the break, uh, or I mean, before the break, I mean, and how do you go about um, preparing yourself?
4: So I walk. Um, I try and do about eight kilometers every day or every second day. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's much easier. I've found that I hate the gym. I don't like going to the gym, but walking eight kilometers is not a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm I unfortunately, can't run. Um, so sorry to me, you're <laughs> on your own. Um, and then doing hikes on weekends and Lisa love taking me to West Cliff stairs and that's oh. absolute torture. But That is probably the best <laughs> preparation, preparation, putting a backpack and just climbing those stairs because ultimately that is what we're gonna do, climb.
1: Okay. And I actually have a caller on the line. It's Eunice from Cape Town. Eunice. Hi, hi. Th- thank you Good so much. Thank you so much for calling. What's your contribution to the topic?
3: Well, first of all, uh, we know it's not it's not a, a simple issue. First of all, finances, how much is they, they have to be paying for that? Because nothing for free. I know this is uh, mountains, is we must have a people supporting mm-hmm. you. So is, is it costly to go then? I admire these ladies and I admire people. Because I also know that many of them, of those who went to the Mount Everest and other mountains, Unfortunately, it didn't come back. So it's some sort of, you know, um, I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't say the craziness, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because <laughs> I, I, I will be scared to not, to not manage. Of course, you, you can be physically and mentally prepared, mm. but even that, even that, it's always a danger that something's going to happen. So we, we should admire, admire this lady, mm. definitely. But financial side, yeah costly.
1: Is, is it costly, ladies? I mean, how much do you do budget for this?
2: Yeah, so thank you, um, Eunice. Thank you, but Eunice. It sounds like you have a couple of bucks you can send our way. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of our conversation, I was talking about how funding is such a vital part yeah. of not only running a business but also getting yourself on an expedition, and of course, this Everest expedition <coughs> is no different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everest requires quite a, a, a huge amount of funding. We need about five million, and out of that, we will be able to pay for the entire duration of an almost three-month expedition mm-hmm. uh, for food, for tents, for gear for technical equipment uh, for Sherpa support um, for logistics so there's a lot going into just one expedition Um, so yeah we we need about five million but all contributions are welcome and uh, we're going to share with you where you can contribute in a second.
0: Um, The five million also includes our two practice climbs. we're going Mm -hmm. to Mont Blanc in September Mm -hmm. and to Argentina in December and it will also include all our gear so
1: Okay, so that.
0: But the 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 kind of support that we're also looking at is
3: is actually like a a partnership model where where corp- corporates who are willing to to mm-hmm. actually partner with us in this journey mm-hmm. can can actually contribute. And we we have many things that they will actually benefit from, uh, including opportunity to to work with the with the organisation. You know you know taking their f- their flag to to the summit and oh. many many things. So mm-hmm. there are different ways that 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 even sponsors at mm. corporate level can actually assist. Are able to, mm.
1: to to benefit from it. And has it been difficult so far to raise funds to get those funds going
2: I wouldn't say difficult I think uh, one of the important thing as again as if one is an entrepreneur you've got to give a, a clear value proposition sure and if people understand that and their brand is aligned with it then it's easier to get them to buy in mm-hmm. and so we are engaging with quite a number of uh, those potential funders and partners mm-hmm. at the moment so yeah we're uh, we're you know we're doing our entrepreneurship thing and, and trying to see uh, we, where the value proposition of our expedition matches Mm -hmm. the value proposition of the brands that want to come alongside us
1: one question that i want to ask is obviously ladies you started from somewhere where you were novices (laughs) where you had not done this before i just because i'm thinking here i'm like i want to do this one day but i can hardly get onto a a treadmill (laughs) how how did you start what was that first step that you took so mine was quite a
4: funny story (laughs) (laughs) i was driving in the car going to some client and i was listening to the radio and patricia lewis and nathaniel was on the radio telling everybody how they summited Kilimanjaro and how difficult it was Mm -hmm. and while driving i thought if they can do it i can do it Mm -hmm. and six months later i climbed the mountain wow
0: so yeah just starting yeah, I don't by any means think I'm much more than a novice with just a little bit of practice under my <laughs> belt um, because there are people that climb some serious mountains and would obviously wouldn't put myself in that category. Mm. Um, not that Everest is, is one of the most serious, so I don't want to negate that either. Um, mine started in 2010 also with Kilimanjaro mm. and then just fell in love with the journey and continued from there.
1: Okay, so give us your details of that corporates that are listening, if any of uh, our listeners also uh, want to to contribute to this amazing um, journey that you are about to embark on, please give us uh, the information on, on how they can contact you.
3: Um, for fundraising, mm-hmm. uh, we have a fundraising platform on, on GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. It's called um, uh, GoFundMe uh, forward slash Everest SA. Uh, Everest 2020 SA. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of my uh, social media is also Everest 2020 SA. So on Twitter, Everest 2020 SA, Facebook, Everest 2020 SA, and even the GoFundMe is Everest 2020 SA.
1: And obviously you'll be um, going to Mount Everest in 2020, which is next year? Next year. Already. Next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs>
2: yeah. when, when are the, the exact dates? So we're hoping to leave at the end of March Mm -hmm. and um, usually the summit window kind of opens twice in the season. So sort of second week of March is a short window to summit and uh, not March, May. And um, later on, so just after the 20th, there usually is about a three, four day summit window. So that's kind of the timing that we Mm -hmm. have in mind. And is there a way that we'll be able to track journey. Oh absolutely, yes, uh, with social media these days it becomes a lot easier to see every single step that the person takes and uh, I think our journey will be very well documented, there'll be uh, you know daily check-ins and mm-hmm. you'll know exactly where each of us are on the mountain
0: and uh, how far we've gone. Just, uh, just sorry, just to say uh, we're very very blessed and grateful. Mm-hmm. Tony Lawrence who is the founder and editor of SA Mountain magazine, mm-hmm. his writing and his involvement in the mountain industry is global mm-hmm. and he is very grateful. Graciously said that he will be coming for the six weeks to base camp with us, so he will be dealing with all of that media coming out of there. Mm. Absolutely, so it amazing. is big. Mm.
1: Deshaun, Alder, Lisa, and Dumi, Team Everest 2020. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio. I am so inspired. Maybe I might give you a call some years later to say, hey, I'm going up. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, just oh, just oh, oh, I'm totally oh, inspired. And start, and I eh? I just,
2: I'm
1: <laughs> inspired too. So all the best with your journey. We'll be keeping track of developments and seeing how um, you guys are doing. I wish you all the best. Thank, thank you so thank much. You. This is Life Happens. It's 2 o'clock and time for the news with Utzile Sako.